Ladies and gentlemen, what you are about to hear are the personal opinions of two old, one older than the other, men. This is meant for entertainment purposes only, and these are our ideas, thoughts, and opinions, and do not reflect the opinions of our employers or anyone else for that matter. If you are easily offended, we ask that you please do not listen. Today on Small Town 865, our first season comes to a close. We're taking a small break, but before we do, we have another great episode in store for y'all. We are talking everything from hot wings to farm life to previewing the fall on today's Small Town 865. Hey guys, welcome to Small Town 865. I'm Joey. And I'm Mike. And we have reached our season finale. So today is going to be a little bit of a day where we look back at what we've done. We're going to have a few new things and then we're going to preview what's coming up in the fall. It's really, really, really exciting to see how we've progressed on this journey and um, I'm excited to even to be here today where we're at uh, at Quaker Steak and Lou. This is this is going to be epic. Absolutely. You know, we, we've had a it's been a short first season, uh, but here to finish it up and it is great. And for us to have the chance to be at Quaker Steak and Lube is is fantastic. Great food, great drinks, great location. So we're we're just happy that they allowed us to be here. Absolutely. And it's a beautiful day versus what it was last night. Holy cow. <laughs> it was a storm last night. But anyway, it's good weather today. It's sunny out. We're here at Quaker Steak and Lube. And uh, we want to thank uh, Miss Amanda Barnes and Call Your Restaurant Group for setting this up. This Ab- is this is nice. Absolutely. Great setup here. So uh, this first segment, we're going to talk about making a podcast. What we've learned, uh, suggestions we've had, what we sort of found out together. So, you know, Mike, Mike's sort of the audio technical guy he's in charge of our crew which, <laughs> our, <laughs> which our, is us <laughs> our crew of two baby <laughs> and uh, then there were two <laughs> yeah uh but but mike let's talk about you know what kind of equipment does it take because we we basically one day said hey let's do a podcast and <laughs> yeah. and with the wonderful world of amazon exactly it was able to come into fruition yeah absolutely uh you know we had talked about this this has been kind of in the making for a couple years now uh, back during COVID. And as they say, timing is everything. And it just didn't work out quite like it needed to then. But here we are. And, you know, we had the recorder already that was set up. And with minimal research, uh, your podcast can be on a frugal dime. And like you said, with Amazon, you just make sure that you have at least decent mics, a recorder, and a uh, SD card to record your stuff on. And, you know, with the flip of a switch on GarageBand, you know, thanks to uh, that wonderful software, dude, it's, it's, it's a breeze. Now, I say it's a breeze, but when you actually get into the nuts and bolts of it, it's not as easy as <laughs> one would think. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot that goes into it, and and you know, Mike, like I said, Mike does a lot of uh, work on this. Um, I'm very thankful for him, but uh, you know, it, it is something that has come together. I think fairly easily. I think I think so too, and it's it's actually worked out really well uh, for both of us. Absolutely, and you know, Michael texts me or call me, and he'll say, "Hey, I found this on Amazon," and poof, two days later, there's a smiling <laughs> box. 
and we've got new equipment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, very thankful for that because, you know, before you would have to hunt and search. Yeah, I mean, you could go online and look, but you would actually have to go to the store or you have, have to order it from the store or from online and and sometimes that can take anywhere from five to seven days or two weeks and you know time is everything i think we've become accustomed to that in life absolutely Uh, instantaneous instant gratification with amazon amazon Uh, and google yeah the google generation and amazon generation of shoppers now oh you're exactly right but it it, you know it's come to get together in my opinion very smooth it was a smooth transition it's always like anything else it's a work in progress mm-hmm. you i know you've said this multiple times and i've kind of adopted it too i kind of stole it from you always be a lifelong learner absolutely of whatever your craft might be whether it's a podcast or, or whatever the case is yeah if you, know, you, if you think you've made it then you're you're you haven't yeah exactly so try to learn and capitalize on the, on that and make it better the next time. And, and one thing we've talked about is uh, when we were sort of brainstorming about this is how long of a podcast do we want it to be? Not not episodes or seasons, but you know when when Mike and I were thinking about it and thinking up ideas and, and all those things, uh, we we realized number one, people don't want to sit and listen to us for hours on end. No. Uh, <laughs> You know, that's, no. that's a definite. My wife doesn't want to listen yeah, to me at all. She hear, my <laughs> wife hears me enough at home. So you know what? She yeah. don't want to get on the radio and turn on the podcast and listen to me even more. So. Exactly. So so we you know we decided you know our goal was thirty minutes. Sometimes a little less, maybe a little bit more. But that's that's enough to where if you're stuck in local traffic or if you're driving to the grocery store, you know you can give it a listen. We have a a friend that's reached out to us that runs and listens to us and if i if i ran for 30 minutes i'd probably be dead and i could be looking for a new co-host but you know whatever it takes you know that 30 minute window makes it a lot uh, more convenient i think right it i think sometimes uh the tension span of society today is definitely a lot less than what it used to be uh, but of course, you know, back in the day, we didn't have all of this technology. We didn't have the ability to pick up our cell phones and listen to a podcast or listen to the radio or Sirius XM or any of those, you know, luxuries that we have with, with right. technology today. So it makes it very convenient for people to listen to what they want with what time frame they have and and i agree with you on that i think sometimes less is more i've said that i don't know how many times exactly less is more and if your topics are on point or relevant to what people want to hear then you're going to have a good draw you're going to have a really good draw that's right and you know air um air air ideas our topics are you know ones that we think of but they're also ones that we hear and a lot of people you know they they don't want to steer towards politics they don't want to steer toward uh other serious areas you know they want to listen and have a light-hearted conversation where we make fun of each other where we talk about fun topics where we talk about eating yeah or maybe even make fun of somebody else (laughs) absolutely that's coming up in season two guys just a quick preview yeah exactly if you know us personally look out yes exactly uh just when you think you're safe that's right yeah think again brother that's right but but you know last thing in this topic i think you know this has been easy for for myself and mike because 
we're not just two random people who have been put together and said, "Hey, I've never met you before. Let's do a podcast." Right. I mean, it's it's a it's a friendship. You know, prior to the podcast, we would sit around and talk about the same things. Exactly. It was. I would like to think of it as like we used to in coaching. It's a brotherhood, and you're when you build those bonds with people, chemistry is either there or it's not. And I think a lot of people sometimes want to have that chemistry in their friendships. And otherwise, it's just an acquaintance. Absolutely. And so it's you're right. It's made it very easy to do this where we sit and talk about certain things, look at each other and laugh and grin. Anything goes. Yeah. So you know what? The one thing that I've taken away from – not just my wife, but living day in and day out is the fact of life is short. Have fun. Have fun every single day. And that's what we're doing. Yeah, and if you're doing something that you don't enjoy as a career or as a life path or whatever, try something else. Start a podcast. Start a podcast. That's right. (laughs) Join Joey and I. And you know what? Your life may change. Just never know. That's right. We're going to take a quick break. We've got wings that have just come out here at Quaker State. Oh, brother. We're going to get get geared up for that. Uh, We're going to talk about hot foods, and we're going to try some as we record. We're going to talk about (laughs) National Tequila Tequila Day. Day. All those Uh, those things coming up on the season finale of Small Town 865. See you in a minute. Hey guys, welcome back to the season finale of Small Town 865. Welcome in, welcome in. We are recording today from Quaker Steak and Lube, and we are very thankful for Collier Food Group to allow us to come here and to give us great food and and allow us to take up the brickyard room of their establishment. Thank you, Amanda Barnes. We appreciate everything you have done, and we also appreciate Collier Restaurant Group for allowing us to be here to record our season finale and serving us some great food today absolutely yeah yeah and and you know today is national tequila day i am not uh partaking of that i probably should have (laughs) with what's coming up in just a minute yeah speak for yourself (laughs) speak for yourself but uh (laughs) we are going to spend this segment talking about food and we have during the break we uh, what what flavors of wings did you have mike so i had the dusted mango habanero and the garlic parmesan. How are they? They're really, really good. I, I that the dusted mango is probably one of my favorite. That's yeah. that's my like top choice. Yeah. Uh, the garlic parm, that's a good one too. Uh, we all of the choices are just fabulous choices. Oh, absolutely. When yeah. it comes to wings, exactly. You the know, flavors are just you can't go on. wrong. I don't care what flavor you put on it. Wings are wings, and they're good. That's correct. I had uh, Asian sesame and Kentucky bourbon glaze. Oh, and like I had the Kentucky one uh, previously. And there's not a lot of good things that come out of Kentucky, but uh, <laughs> Kentucky bourbon is is one of them. Exactly. So, uh, the Kentucky bourbon glaze was good, and the Asian sesame was 
was very good. Now, now here's here's some some really unique names for some of the flavors they have here at Quaker Steak and Lube. Thai R Cracker, <laughs> love it. Uh, smoked jalapeno honey and Louisiana liquors. Louisiana liquors. Yes. All yeah, right. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> we don't question Louisiana. No, no. They've they've got their own thing going on down there. And then one of my all time favorite, which they have the sauce for, other than the wing, is the boom boom. Oh, You've yeah. had the boom boom shrimp the boom boom, before. Yes. Oh, sweet mother. Very, Mary. very good. Yeah, it's really, really good. So it's good choices. Really yeah, good choices. Guys, you really need to come to Quaker Steak and Lube if you have not been here. Great selection, great wings, great, great food, service. Yeah, great, great food besides the wings, and yes, great service as it's, well. It's you know it's the only one in Sevier County, man. Come, come check it out. You, you, it, they will not disappoint. I promise you that. And and they do they do okay business, Mike. How many wings? did they serve last year this okay. this is astonishing this yeah. is the one this blew me Sevierville away. location yes one location here in little old Sevierville Tennessee they served over and this is just one product 50 tons of chicken wings that is crazy <laughs> sweet mother 50 tons uh, holy cow man there are tons of flightless chickens running that's around. a lot of chicken going on brother Goodness a lot of gracious and I mean that, that that's that's almost impossible to imagine. Yeah, I, I can't. 50 tons. So that's over 100,000 pounds. Exactly. Of exactly. chicken wings. Yeah. My goodness. Now, Americans in general, mm-hmm. every year, consume about 1.4 billion, with a B, wings. Wow. That's a lot of wings. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of protein. That's a, that's lot, a of protein. lot of protein. That is a lot of protein. And, and Mike, you know, I know several episodes ago we did a – I asked you a question about a state, which state did something. I oh, oh, fireworks, fireworks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I said Tennessee. Yeah, it, it was, it was it Missouri. It was because, Missouri. Because yes. no, there's nothing else to do there. I think right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, which state consumes the most wings during the Super Bowl? Hmm. Sports related, football, chicken wings, tailgate party. I would probably have to say Maryland. (laughs) (laughs) Cheater. (laughs) I would have to say Maryland. Maryland probably would have been about 40th on my guest list. It is Maryland. Uh, Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, Maryland would have been that far down because I forget that they're there. Well, and here's the thing. When I think of Maryland... I think of the bay, Chesapeake Bay. I think of seafood. Absolutely. I think of crabs, I, oysters. I don't. Nobody thinks of chicken wings in Maryland. Yeah. Now they are near the Washington Commanders. <laughs> oh, you know. Landover, okay. Here we go. That was know, on but. our yeah, first episode, Sports Allegiance. The Washington Redskins. The, yeah. yeah. The, formerly known as the Redskins. That's a neighbor. They're, That's right. They're, they're a partnering neighbor. That's yeah. right. So, so we we've talked about all of the great food here at Quaker Steak and Lube. The ranch is fantastic. We're getting ready to drink tons of it uh, because Mike yeah. and I are getting ready to do the Eat Heat Challenge. And we did have to sign a waiver. Which is, you know, just that's part of the legality process. It says uh, that uh, we agree to hold them harmless in case, you know, like we die <laughs> yeah. or we get explosive diarrhea. I thought we were just eating chicken wings. <laughs> No, Mike. I think we were signing our last will and testament here. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it was very nice. They brought us out the wings, separated out from the other wings. Like, in, the other wings are in general pop, pop, and these are in solitary confinement. 
uh, exactly because they are double foiled with aluminum foil uh, on top of wax paper. And yeah, this is and they brought us gloves. Uh, well, that tells you right there. You know, I, I get this, I start tensing up when I see be, rubber gloves around. This Mike. is gonna be. <laughs> Uh, that's a whole other podcast. Uh, yeah, that's season two. <laughs> this is going to get interesting, very right. interesting to say the least. All right, uh, so let's let's glove okay, up. Okay, all right. We're going to eat these while we talk to you, or we're going to try to just yeah. pre-warning you. If it gets to where neither one of us can speak, <laughs> we're just going to cut and go to a commercial break. We'll we'll cut to a commercial break, and we'll come and back in three years whenever we recover. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, all right, rubber have, gloves have, going on. We have asked workers if they have tried them and some have said yes that they are very hot some yeah. have said no because they're very hot yeah so all right well here's the thing you live once and maybe after this it'll <laughs> it be the last be time i live <laughs> all yeah. right nice. let's go wing up right, all right here. here we go let's t- in, in honor of what's going to happen don't uh, try to don't try to wipe that sauce off. Wow, I was just trying to get it unstuck from the other. Cheers. All right, here we go. Wing up, baby. You going ranch, ranch or no ranch? I'm going no ranch to start with because I'm right, probably going to have to drink this. All right, baby. Here we go. Here we go. Stepping away from the mic. It's got a good flavor. Mm-hmm. A little burn to it. Ooh. Oh. Oh. We gotta do all these though, not just one. <laughs> you got ranch on your nose. <laughs> oh, Hold on, Joey, sweating. Joey, my toes are already sweating, <laughs> and I got flip flops on. Ooh. For those of you that know me, I came prepared today. Shorts, flip flops. I am <laughs> as casual. Are gonna come out. I as, I'm as casual as I can be, but I'm gonna tell you right now. That's a lot of heat, brother. Do we do water? Well, I was going to light you it can. On. I, might as well. Mm, mm, Man. Mm. That's fire. Guys, That's definitely fire. That's uh, it, uh, hottest wing I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a fact. But, if you'll notice, Sorry. I really apologize for crunching in the microphone, but if you have not tried the Eat Heat Challenge, I'm telling you right now, you need to live because this is an experience. Only here at Quaker Steak and Lube in Sevierville, Tennessee, call your restaurant group. (laughs) May God have mercy on me right now. Mm. You can okay. go for another one. Oh, I'm yeah, and I'm gonna drink the ranch. Sorry. All right, guys. So we're gonna try to mm-hmm. try to live, and we're gonna take a quick break while we finish this up. When we come oh. back, oh man, when we come back, we're going to preview season two, which will air here in just a couple weeks. We'll be right back from Quaker Steak and Loop. Hopefully, we'll still be alive. Hey 
Hey guys, welcome back to the season finale of Small Town 865. Ooh, <laughs> You still alive over oh, there? Oh, I'm, brother, I am alive and kicking. How about I, you? I, I'm good. You know, that's what, it was funny, we uh, we took a few minute break. Uh, you know, it, it was weird because I've watched videos of people consuming hot foods and they start, like you said, throwing up and crying and all this stuff oh, yeah they're, they're literally choking from you know the amount of heat the intensity of it from from that and i was like hmm not quite there yeah it, it was let's just say that it was very tolerable yeah yeah it, it was weird because the 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 <coughs> wings were hot don't get me wrong yes but I didn't feel like they were miserably hot. But all of a sudden, I know my face turned red. My <laughs> nose started running. My you eyes started cry. watering. You were crying. Yeah, at like, one like point. my eyes watered up, and I was like, "But you were What's still eating." I was still eating them. You were probably still because eating. I'm fat and I like food. But <laughs> you know, hot will not get you're, me away. You're funny. No, it it was good. Uh, yeah. It was it, great to do. It was uh, the experience, and I I challenge everybody to do the eat heat challenge here Absolutely. at Quaker Steak and Lube at least once. Man, live live just a little bit. That's right. That's right. So in, in this topic, we're going to move from extremely hot foods that you have to sign waivers for <laughs> down to you know oh, when we talk when we talk small town. You know we have the ability to to purchase or to actually grow foods at our houses you know if you live in new york city uh it's not going to be tomatoes it might be something else that you're growing in your apartment with a heat lamp but yeah. it's uh you <laughs> yeah. know but, but it, here, here in east tennessee we have the ability to do that it is and and you know joey you you grew up in a small town area and this is the whole basis on our podcast is where we come up with the idea living in a small town what are the differences of growing up living in a small town versus being in a larger uh, metro area city you know whether it be knoxville or even bigger you know nashville dc uh chicago what's it what are the pros what are the cons well there's a lot with that yeah but from what our standpoint what we're talking about is growing local and sourcing local uh from your foods to your fruits to your you know harvesting things and and supporting local that's to me that's really really uh small town absolutely really really small town and it's really unique and I like it. I really do. The older I get, I think it's important to support local. Absolutely. And, you know, like we talked in a previous episode, when we travel, we try to eat at local establishments there. And we do around here as well. But but now we're talking one step further, like not an actual business. You know, we, we're talking about people who have truly created things and grown things and are selling them just sort of as a side job or just because they love it yeah exactly it's it's become a hobby or it's become a craft or it's just something that has evolved absolutely you know from the love of you know whether it's gardening or beekeeping uh or or whatever the case may be you know growing the best tomatoes here in in seymour or in you know Sevierville or pigeon forge or wherever you're at uh we have the ability to pick out and search because being in a small town people talk let's just be let's just be honest about it people talk so you know again 
there's pros and cons to that. <laughs> you know, because sometimes if, some, if something happens in Seymour, everybody else knows about it before it even happens. Exactly, and you know, being in a small town, I can remember. You know, I just a, a little bit about me. I grew up on a farm. The first 14 years of my life, I was raised in D.C. And then transitioned to uh, my grandparents' farm, lived on about 450 acres. So that was a different lifestyle for me. Our nearest neighbors were about, you know, four or five football fields down the road. So we didn't have people living right on top of us. Very different. But everything we grew, everything we harvested, we either canned for the winter or we had a meat house. Exactly. So we we raised hogs, we raised chickens, raised cattle. Uh, So those things, we lived essentially off of the land now there was other things that we had to purchase but yeah. i would say at least 70 percent of what we grew was built into our daily diet and we ate that's just the way it was oh yeah yeah i mean i grew up on a family farm and it started out just my parents house and my grandparents house and and my grandparents had a, just a wonderful garden and, oh, and yeah. we would have everything from okra to corn to beans potatoes anything and then then you could go on to the desserts where they had their blackberries watermelons you name it basically they they had it and that was that was their daily eating like you said exactly yeah speaking of speaking of blackberries uh and talking about local your your parents your mom Mm -hmm. from what i understand she I don't know how long she's been doing it, but for quite some time, and it has become now very popular, especially with social media. And because I got some from you, it, it's been a couple of years now Absolutely. in a row. Yeah. And in fact, my wife went to the farmer's market the other day, local here in Seymour, and she purchased more blackberries. Yes. And she made a keto cobbler, keto yeah. blackberry cobbler, the same day she got those blackberries. Uh, yeah, and, and that's something, I mean, you can go to the grocery store and you can get you know fruit and produce and and you can even get organic but you don't really know like no, i know don't. for a fact my parents blackberries have had nothing absolutely nothing other than rainwater Water, bees right. and just sunshine yes that's all that that's on them the natural soil from the earth and so you know with that being said too again i like local and i'm sure you do too and especially i think a lot of people from the small town culture understand what we're talking about you know that's our podcast we're small town 865 here in tennessee so i have an uh, the other day uh, i saw on social media and mm-hmm. it's crazy how social media is your that's your connection to everybody and anything possible absolutely it's become a way of life now exactly. for us to be able to communicate and find things so i saw on social media where my dog groomer who grooms our, our little uh, Jack Russell, had just purchased local honey from a lady literally six, eight houses up from me. And I was like, wow. what? I had no idea. Yeah. So then I hit her up on Facebook and said, do you have any left? And she said, yeah, I sure do. So I bought a quart jar from Smoky Mountain Lash Bees there in Seymour, Tennessee. And just want to give a big shout out to Crystal Lewis, who is, you know, uh, sourcing local honey. That's awesome. And she is doing it all on her own. And I think it's absolutely, it's really cool. That's great. And and, and you, if you look around, you can find those things. If you go to a local farmer's market, I know they've got them in the big cities, but most of those are brought in or greenhouse. Ma- mass and, produced. And yeah. yeah, you don't, you don't know how 
local it truly is until you look at the labels and then exactly. you know it's two states over and yeah. it's like is that yeah. really local yeah uh, i mean I, yeah. yeah so yeah and, you know i mean like and where we are you know we can we can find basically any fruit vegetable if if we want to purchase a cow or a half cow yes. i know we can reach out to smelser's farm and <laughs> yeah Smelser. Smelser, absolutely uh, you know pigs same thing you know every year it never fails mom and dad are like well if y'all want to go in with us on half a pig or exactly half cow and, yeah. and those things you know are are raised correctly they're not pumped full of all these different hormones antibiotics and hormones to to make them five times the normal size just for you know to make weight when exactly. they go to the market or to be slaughtered exactly so so we're gonna dive into all of those things more this fall uh and and talk not only about other things but we will continue to hit on the small town life because that is like mike said that's our podcast that's that's what we hang our hat on yeah uh, but, i mean we're we we come from a small town absolutely uh, so we, we that's that's how we live and absolutely. we want everybody else to kind of understand how we live and we want everybody to be jealous that they are <laughs> yeah. not in a small town yeah exactly uh, there's a lot of perks to it let's absolutely. just say where we live we are in a a beautiful beautiful state a beautiful area uh, with the national parks and yet we're still in a small community exactly so it's nice really nice so we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to preview season two talk a little bit about it for just a couple minutes and then we'll be out of your hair for a few weeks so stay with us we'll be right back see you in a bit Hey guys, welcome back to Small Town 865. We're coming to you from Quaker Steak and Lube in Sevierville, and we're very thankful for the food and the time and the hospitality that they have shown us, Mike. Oh, absolutely. I think that uh, heat got to you just a little bit. It, it, uh, it, it I did. think it's starting to affect your mind now because <laughs> this is take two. <laughs> exactly, and I didn't even have any tequila. Exactly. National tequila yes, day. exactly. But w- we just wanted to give you kind of a preview what we had on those wings, when, what, what it's called, and what they referenced the heat level to. So on a Scoville heat unit level, this was insane, not hot, because they, they categorize it by mild, medium, hot, and insane. It was 500,000. It's called Eat Heat, and it is comprised of scorpion pepper, venom, and wild berry. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. I'm so uh, glad I yeah, ate that. Yeah, I, me too. Now, me not, too. O- not only that, the, the level, the Eat Heat is 500,000. Yes. Second place on that level is 5,000. <laughs> What the? Now, again, this is made from Mr. Scoville, who created developed that. this in 1912 when Mike was a young teenager. Yes. Uh, they, they consulted each other. And yeah. I, well, actually, I was a co-founder. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. guys, if you ever come up here, and you need to, look on the menu, and if you see any ingredients on a food <laughs> that include the words scorpion, pepper and venom yeah you need to try it exactly because it is made sweet 
yeah, my wild berries. It it actually, it, I enjoyed it. Let's I did too. Do, let's just say I that. I did too. The, the tears are still on my paper right here, but well, I, can, I wasn't crying. I can, they were just flowing. I can see. Uh, the only thing that's changed now is you're, you're a little different. Your mind is different. That's right. You're that's thinking right. differently. Still a little floppy. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. guys, so, guys, we're going to take a few weeks off uh, and get ready for the new season. Uh, and, and when the fall time rolls around, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about local sports. Uh, football season will be in full swing, you know, and, and we'll have college sports and college football going on. And we've talked about our love for Tennessee football, but but football in general, Mike. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, isn't that what everybody lives for? Absolutely. Sports? Absolutely. I mean, and really, in my mind, there's only one sport. That's football. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. But for us, that's kind of what fall revolves around. Absolutely. It always has for years, and I think it will continue on to do so. Well, and Mike, and Mike actually texted me this the other day. Every year when I was coaching – there's one day on the calendar that I yes. said was the second best day of the year besides Christmas Day. What is that, Mike? Full pads, baby. First day in full pads. First day of full pads. So, Absolutely. So we're not far from actual actual football season. No. Uh, so, uh, so we're looking forward to that. But our new season will uh, come out, the first episode, on September the 5th. Actually, yeah. Sorry, I had a moment. There. I was still thinking hot wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so ten, Tennessee sorry, kicks yeah. off on September first, and that that whole Labor Day weekend. Yeah, that's full. on that's on a Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is kind of different, but I think that's the way you know Tennessee. Uh, I think that's how they're going to separate themselves Absolutely. Know, from the pack. Yeah, uh, yeah. be so different. National championship coming up this year for Tennessee football guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, but we're not going to be just about football. We're going to be concentrating on small town life as well i've got growing up in small town yeah yeah yeah. i've got my my co-pilot here with me say hi to us (laughs) hello they're all roadies (laughs) this this is this is our number one roadie this is my wife melissa she came here for the food i think not 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 necessarily for me she has to listen to me all the time nothing to do with a little disappointed to hear that the first and the second choices for your dates our anniversary had nothing to do with that. It was a close third. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so we're, we are thankful for, for our wives and our family. Oh, and, absolutely. And the support that they give us. And Melissa is always there to give me suggestions and, 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 and make things better. She's, she's setting the path for you. <laughs> she, she is. That's just, yeah, that's what wives do. Yeah, absolutely. They encourage. Absolutely. But in the fall, like I said, we're going to talk about small town life. We're going to talk about sports. Uh, we're going to have some different locations where we're out and about. And Mike, you know, we're planning on having stickers and, 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 you know, we, we won't, we want you all to listen, but we want you all to bring others in to hear us as well. Yes. And, and, and don't forget, we are all old over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're even on YouTube. Uh, we are also on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Just search Small Town 865 and you should be able to find us. And if you can't, go to social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're all over it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's been a short first season, but a great first season. So, Mike, let's raise our water glasses that are <laughs> yeah. probably two-thirds of the way gone after the Eat Heat yes. Challenge. And, yeah, we should have had a glass of milk. <laughs> yeah, we should have, but first season out in the books and many more to go. Hey, I look forward to season two. Cheers. Salute. We'll see you next time. See you.